Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 342 for Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You having the best day, week, month, year, existence ever? What is the One Man Podcast? Well, if you've tuned in for the very first time, it is me, comedian, brand ambassador, earthling, Josh Williams, telling you what's going on with me personally, professionally, and everything in between. And this week, I will be telling you guys about my week of shows at Absolute Comedy. I'll be telling you about a Shoppers Drug Mart branding ambassador gig I did. Plus, I started my Santa Claus gig. No, I am not Santa Claus. I am merely the photographer. I'll tell you guys about uh, something pretty big that I did recently or purchased recently, I should say. But, you know, and then it's just a little bit of, you know, anecdotal, this, that, whatever. And then we, uh, we call it a night, slap our hands together, boom, boom, bang. And then we, uh, we head on home or wherever you're headed right now, or you head into work for a terrible day. Who knows? But let's start off with some simple stuff. So I'm still, <laughs> I'm recovering from having lost my voice. So when, uh, one of the reasons too, uh, for these, these podcasts all kind of dropping at the same time, but all being about different weeks is that I was doing so much brand ambassadizing, doing so much work that I lost my voice. I was on stage. I was doing three shows Friday, three shows Saturday, plus a, a show every night. And I was at the mall and I was in another, and I just lost my voice. <clears throat> I had resolved one issue causing, you know, preventing me from being able to kind of do the podcast with any level of consistency. It's always me. It really is always me, but sometimes shit's a little outside of my control. Things that, uh, you know, I finally get myself motivated and then uh, the roof falls in, but where do I start with this? Let's just say lost my voice and it is just now sometime later starting to be a little bit more consistent. If I sound more hoarse and rasp, it's not because I've been doing several podcasts today. It's because I'm still getting over being ill, but like, weren't you sick? Like just a few weeks. Yeah, man, it just won't stop. I lost my voice up until the point of this, you know, like I, I lost, was losing, lost my voice up until the point of the recording of this podcast. And then uh, the following week I got sick. So I'll tell you guys about that in the next episode. But so what happened was I was telling you guys about how I couldn't get garage band to open and I won't make you relive that, but I was just like, man, I, I really need to have another option for, I go in my head. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to think about the desktop option. You know, like what's it going to cost for me to, to, to get a desktop Mac? And so I remember being at Costco and I don't know if I had really intended to get a computer. So like I went there to look for one, but when I was looking at, you know, the Mac section, I happened to see that the Mac minis were only about 700 and change. And I was like, it's not great. 
it's still more money than I want to spend right now. But I'm like, I'm like, if I have a desktop computer, I have a lot more options for being able to like work and having a bigger monitor is going to make a big difference just in, in, in the workflow that I'm able to do. So it might be nice to have a computer that I can just sit down at, you know, and, and just get some work done as opposed to trying to set my laptop and work all on a, a small screen. And, and honestly, this is going to sound stupid, but well, I'm, I'm, I won't judge, but it may very well sound stupid to you is that the, my desk, unlike the old one where like I could sit and reach the back of it, you know, with my chest up against it or stomach or whatever, this one's pretty far back. So when I, when I had my computer attached to the power source to be able to like, you know, use it. I'd like pull the the laptop real close to me to be able to use it. And it kind of like made a lot of tension in the cords and stuff like that. And because the laptop is a few years old, it doesn't last for more than an hour or so before it needs to be plugged back in anyways. And so as much as like, sure, I may get an hour and a bit of work untethered. Once it became tethered, it was just sort of like trying to make it, it was it, like, like, that's not a reason to buy a new computer, but it was just the desk space. I was like, I can, I can afford now that the desk is bigger. I can actually afford to give up some real estate for the desk. However, some thought process will have to go into it. And I will get into that shortly, but I, I remember looking at Costco and Costco was no cheaper for the Mac minis. I was like, well, I'm going to see what the Apple store costs because I'm like, you know, if the Mac, if, if Mac mini is really what I need. And I was asking questions of the Costco guy and he didn't really know. He's like, one sec, let me check. And he'd go and he'd come back with a, a couple just little point form pieces of information that in all fairness, the tag should have had on it. And, and I was just like, you know what, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go to the Apple store. I'm going to, I'm going to take a look and see, you know, ask some questions, whatever, and see if this particular model would work for me. Cause used to be a few years ago that when Max, when Apple started selling at Costco, the benefit to buying at Costco was not that you would get the, the, the actual computer for any cheaper, which you wouldn't, but they would include the Apple care. So the Apple care is usually a few hundred bucks. So to be able to buy the computer and then get like your Apple care included, was a savings, right? If you're going to buy it anyways, you may as well buy it at Costco and get your, your Apple care included. Not the case anymore. And then I was like, you know what? Can I finance this thing here? And they're like, no, like you can put on your card and do like, you know, what is it? They said like, like, like interest-free payments, but you pay a fee. And I'm like, that's just the same thing. Like you can call it a fee, call whatever. But if I'm making payments and I'm, tra- I'm paying for it, that's some form of interest. You know what I mean? If interest was called a fee, it's still fucking interest. So there was no advantage, sadly, one of my favorite places in the world, Costco, there was no advantage to buying my shit on Costco. So I went to the Apple store, I asked my questions and I got to play around with one, you know, live and just be like, yeah, it's, it's, it's Mac on a computer. Like, and they're like, we've got these crazy monitors. And I'm like, yeah, not interested. So I, I financed the Mac mini. It was 700 and change. And I broke it up into a year or two years payments, or whatever, to make it affordable and I believe they were interest fee free or there was this very small fee, but I was like, you take that fee and you break it up. It's like five bucks a month to do it. I'm like, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll pay the extra five bucks so that I'm not taking this, this big $900 hit right now. I had to buy a keyboard for it too. Cause I don't have a keyboard. Like when you buy the Mac minis, this was, this was how they got me was when you buy the Mac minis, it really is just the computer and the power cord. You don't get any cables, you don't get monitors, you don't get mouse or keyboard or any of that. And you don't have to use an Apple one, but, but I'm just, I'm a Mac guy. I'm, I'm, and I'm a little bit of a first party kind of nerd or elitist. I don't, I don't feel elite by any means. I just like, I'm like, okay, if I'm using a Mac, I want to, I want my shit to match. I like to feel nice in my space. And when I'm using peripherals, so it's dumb. It's, it's an emperor has no clothes situation, but I still partake and I don't stand behind it. I just, that's just me. 
So the, I'm asking the guy, how much for the keyboard? Cause it's a wireless keyboard and it's pretty thin. I just put it anywhere on the desk and use it. Very small, very, very nice. I'm like, how much is it? He's like 179. I'm like, fuck, that's expensive. And I'm like, whatever, throw it in. We're going to fucking finance it. Um, I already have a, a Mac magic mouse that I would use with my laptop. So I'm just, I'm just using that what I've already got with uh, the computer. So saved a little bit of money there. I remember getting home the keyboard and looking at it, it said 229 on the back. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I could see that price difference, that $50 difference because it was all financed, right? So I'm just not noticing that $50 difference. But I'm like, I think that fucking guy, I don't, he, either he didn't know. And he's like, I've been here for 15 years. <clears throat> so he doesn't know the price on one of what I would assume is a major peripheral they sell. Or was just like disingenuous about it or whatever. Either way, for one reason or another, he was either he was dishonest or he was not informed for the guy who's like, I've been here a long time, whatever. So I bought the keyboard, had the mouse and I'm like, okay, next thing I'm going to need is a monitor, right? So I'm thinking like, I've seen these two monitor deals at Costco before where you buy two LG monitors and it's like two ninety nine. So you're getting two monitors for 300 bucks and, and Crystal set up, she uses like the two screens or whatever. And so she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm way more productive with two screens. It's, it's been super helpful. I actually can't work with just one screen. Now there's too much things, too much things, too many things that I have open. It's just, it just makes it, it slows me way down. So it's easier to be able to just have everything open and, and, and work on it. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Jason only had one monitor, but he had this like ultra wide monitor where it was essentially like you know, being able to use a bunch of different things at once. So I've, I've done that at his computer. And, and like I said, coming from working off of my laptop where I'm constantly minimizing and, and bringing windows back open just so I can copy and paste an email address or something. It was just, I was like, I'm ready to, to build my office space. And I'll be honest with you guys, sometimes admin things I need to do or, or podcasting or something where I have to do a bunch of computer work. I put it off because it's not, great to work at on a, a laptop. It's not the, the, the only reason, but it's just like, if I know I'm going to be doing some graphic design stuff to promote the episode or working on, on editing and stuff, and I'm working on a small screen, it's just, it's, it's slower. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to buy this, this computer, but I made the mistake of not really flushing out what everything was going to cost. So over the course of this week, which was black Friday and everything like that, I, I purchased what did I buy? I bought the Mac mini. I went online and I bought an HDMI cable from, from the, for the, the computer. I bought a USB C to HDMI cable because the monitors were, you know, there's only one HDMI thing out and I'm like, I'm going to set it up with a dual screen. And I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and everything like that to make sure I could do it and yada, yada, yada. But I'm sorry about the USB C to HDMI and HDMI to HDMI, right? And those are like 20, 30 bucks each. So that, you know, more cost went up another 50 bucks. I bought two monitors because originally I was looking at, I was looking at, come on, the Costco 299 ones. And I'm like looking at reviews, you know, how they work. And then I see for Black Friday, I see all these different monitors on sale. I'm like, well, maybe now would be the time to like get a good deal. So I'm looking around, looking around, looking around. And uh, finally I find these like LG monitors that are normally 450 bucks and they're on sale for 299. And because I'm nuts and I feel like, it's like funny, like if I, if I miss a sale, I feel like I'm losing money. So I, I, you know, was like, okay, well that monitor looks really good. It's getting really high reviews. It's 4k, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I, I go, all right, I'm going to get two of those. It's expensive, 600 bucks, but it's not eight or it's not 900. You know what I mean? So I'm like, let's just do it. I'll pull the triggers. These monitors should be good for a while. LG's great. My, my TV is an LG OLED. I'm like, let's, let's just do it. And 
And I, I, I'm like, also like, I'm like, well, I don't want these big bases on the the desk. I, I'm going to need arms for them. I want to, I want to clip an arm on and have the monitors raised so I can swivel them because you may not know this, but at my, at my desk, my current setup has two road arms where I can bring the mics forward and in podcast. When I recorded the episode with Ryan, I, I sat in my bed, which is where that picture from Titanic came from. I, I sort of sat slash lounged in my bed, swung the arm that way and then pulled the other mic down. So Ryan could sit at the desk and, and, you know, chat with me there. Excuse me. So I had to be mindful of the fact that my desk has, or my desk will have two monitor arms. I have, I don't know what kind of lamp to call it, but the lamp clips onto the back of the desk and then it sort of shoots straight up and then arches its neck kind of like a crane. And then it's like a long led light that casts light over the entire desk. So I'm like, well, that that's going to be there. So I have to make sure that the monitors don't block that, you know? And then I also have, so I've got two, two road mics, two monitor arms, the lamp, and then Mounted sort of in the back corner where my office is, I actually have one of the surround speakers for my TV. So I'm like, well, when I put the monitors there, they can't block that. So in, in, in building the, the computer and then the setup that I'm going to have for the monitors, I had to be mindful of, of, you know, can I put all these things there and not block or hit the other things? And then I also need to be able to pull the mic arms down to record the podcast. So if there's a monitor there, it doesn't matter if the arm can fit behind the monitor. If I go to pull the, the arm down and it hits a, a monitor, I can't, I can't use the mic. So I had to, to figure out arms and a configuration in such a way that I could podcast. So as it stands right now, the, the mic arm that I'm talking to you on is, is not actually in, in danger of hitting any monitors whatsoever. However, the second monitor the, the second screen and the second mic arm are, are in each other's way. So it's only in the odd event that I'm actually recording a second person at the desk, but I can actually, the way I've configured the monitors is I can actually pull that second monitor out, swivel it over and stick it in front of the other monitor, which gives room for the other arm to come down and, and be used for its you know appropriate function as, as a mic. So, you know, you couldn't record two people and, and make an effective use of the, of the computer, but we don't do that when we're recording. So it's just record. Thank you so much for coming. Get the fuck out of here. I could, even if I had to literally just unplug the the clips from the monitor and lift it off, that might even be easier than trying to move them all out of, of the way. It's just, just unplug the monitor, unplug the cords, and then just leave it in place and bring the other mic arm down. That's probably the safest bet, but I'm watching the, I ordered some, some dinner. I've been recording, recording. I haven't made food yet today and we're in the the evening now. So I'm looking at the delivery guy. He just fucked up on his way. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be in the middle of talking about this thing. And I'm going to forget where I was at. So I'm going to just go down to the door and get my meal, have a quick bite, take a little break and, uh, and continue this episode. But you guys won't even notice. I'm going to hit pause. Be back before you know it. Oh, and I'm back. So we were discussing my desk configuration, hot topics, hot topics. So yeah, with all those things I was talking about considering, I, I, I managed to get everything set up so that things can still work. And when I say get it set up, I mean, I was able to order everything that should work to a proper setup for everything I needed to have done. And so like I ordered the cords, like I said, I ordered the monitors, I ordered the arms. And of course I ordered one monitor trying to be a good a good bitch and not spend too much. And then it wasn't, you know, it wasn't until like I, you know, I thought of a day or, or two and I was like, fuck this black Friday sale. You know, I don't, I really don't want to miss out. Like, I don't want to be spending a ton right now, but I'm like, but if I decide later, I need a second one, it's going to cost me more. So I just bit the bullet and I, I, I bought a second one. So overall, sorry, I was coughing and stuff. I had to pause. I, uh, and I, and I had forgotten the very last thing I said, apologies. So like, 
over the course of this particular week, I had ordered these different items. And because I ordered them at different times, I now had like, you know, your, your monitor and your arms. And it's like, it's like, this will be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like all these different days are all these pieces coming. Right. So it's like, I'd like to get to work on building this computer, but it's already at a point where like things are going to be arriving sporadically. My usually Amazon's like the next day or, or two days, but some of them were like three, four days out. So I now had like an arm and a monitor coming and then hard drive. Cause I needed an external hard drive. The hard drive on this thing was only 256. Like I was going to get the, the, the terabyte or whatever. And I was like, no, you know what? My laptop said 256. It's lasted a long time. I can get an external hard drive. Like I don't keep a ton of stuff on my hard drive. I got two terabytes on the cloud and most of my shit uploads to the cloud anyways. So it, it was just like, oh, but look at this, 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 this external hard drive is on sale. And, and you know, this thing's on sale, that thing's on sale. So before I knew it, I had a bunch of different stuff coming. I can't really, I, I left everything in the box because I'm like, I'm not going to put the computer down. And then I said, I bought a, I bought a mount for the computer because I didn't want it on the desk taking up any space. So I'm like, I can either mount it to the wall or I can mount it down behind the desk so that it's not, you know, it's not showing. I don't need to, to do anything with it except access it. Most of the shit that I'm going to connect to it is going to stay stagnant. So I bought a ton of this stuff and that's part of what I did this week was just buying the, the, the computer and then starting to purchase peripherals. And that's where I will end the, the saga of this new computer thus far. What else are right here? Yeah. Ethernet cable. Oh yeah. And I bought another ethernet cable so I could hardwire it too. So that was another thing like running wires across the room from my hub that has my, my TV and, and game game stations and so on. Excuse me. I just ate those shawarmas. Now I got the garlicky burps. Got the garlicky burps. Good heavens. I had to make sure I put a note down on uh, for an upcoming episode. Something interesting happened. Did it? Did it? Yeah, maybe. So Santa Claus visits. Let's talk about the, the shoppers drug mart thing and whatnot. And then I get to the shows. All right. Cause, cause I want to talk about stand up and I like talking about stand up. Oh, another cough. Gotta hit the pause. So Santa Claus started. And at this point, I've now worked with two Santa Claus, two Santa Claus, I two Santa Claus, Santa Clauses. What's the plural of Santa Claus? Even though there's only ever one, did they ever make a plural? Worked with two different Santas thus far. One of them is Santa Gee, who is the Santa Claus that we worked with last year. And the other one is Santa Thomas. And uh, Santa Thomas is quieter Santa than Santa Gee, but he's a very nice man. And one of them has a real beard. The other one has a fake beard. I won't tell you which is which come down and check it out. But yeah, Santa Thomas and Santa Gee, both nice guys, different styles of Santa, but it's a, it's a nice relaxed work work with them. Because last year one of the Santas and I'm sure if I ever record those episodes, I, I intend to, like I'll I'll let you guys know what happened last year with 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 both Santas, but I'll save them for those episodes. It's a little more chill this year working with these oh, a little more, a little more. And only thus far into the story, but yeah. I mean, they show up effectively. The job is to, you know, we Santas are pretty good. They'll, they'll be good with the kids and, and whatnot. They try to pose. We have, we have Santas that stare at the camera, which is important because, you know, you get, you finally get all the kids looking, take a picture and all of a sudden Santa's looking off into the distance or looking down at his boots or something like that. That's no good. So, you know, the only, the only kind of like annoying part of the Santas thing is that because they're walking from the set to like a, you know, a, a, a staff room or whatever, a change room, a break room is what I was looking for. A break room, you know, in the mall, they get a, they get, Hey Santa, can I take a picture? Like, so when they walk to go on their break, they, they do get, 
you know, approached by a lot of people and it really slows them down. So they just find that having a second person there, that if they get overwhelmed, that someone can sort of help just do crowd control and help get them on their break, which just takes a little bit of extra time for us. There's, there's a lot of like little nitty gritty things that we found this year with the program that are just a little annoying, but honestly, rather than wasting your time with like me complaining about how breaks work, it's not a bad gig overall. So I'm, I'm happy to have it happy to be, you know, working from home hometown, I should say. And Monday to Friday during business hours is great. I'm not spending a lot of time working at night. So I'm, I'm happy to have the gig and we've kicked it off now with a few shifts. So it's good to, uh, it's good to be back. And if you're in Ottawa and you're listening to this podcast, I'm at the Santa Claus booth <laughs> Monday to Friday, 11, uh, 10 a.m. Sorry. Well, 11 is the hours I'm there from 10, but 11 a.m. till 7 p.m. So you can come and get your pictures with Santa, bring your family, whatever it is. Have a good time and I'll give you the one man podcast onesies discount. So if you show up and you're like, Hey, I'm one of your onesies, I'll get you some goddamn Christmas pictures for free. I assume 0% of you will take me up on it, but it is offer on the table. So feel free to come on down Rito center to Santa's fucking cabin or whatever. And we'll, uh, we'll take you a picture. That's what I'm doing Monday to Friday until Christmas Eve. So you guys will see me. Am I going to mark this down? Sorry, I'm just taking a picture. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going to be. So come and, come and say hi to your boy. I also, on Saturday morning, because I wasn't working the Santa thing, I had a Shoppers Drug Mart gig. What is Shoppers Drug Mart? Well, if you don't know what Shoppers Drug Mart is and you live in Canada, I don't know how to help you. If if you live in the States or another part of the world, you're like, hey, what's Shoppers Drug Mart? Well, for my US listeners, it's like a CVS or Walgreens. It's just essentially like a pharmacy store that has over the years expanded to like sell groceries and have a post office in it and whatnot. Well, the gig that I'm doing for, for shoppers drug mart was that shoppers drug mart now carries fresh produce. It's just a little aisle, but it's, it's a big thing for them to go from just like frozen, you know, prepackaged groceries to having like a little bit of a produce section. So if you're in the need of something like shoppers can be more of a one-stop shop for you to be able to get a little bit of fresh produce. So we were, we were promoting the fact that shoppers now has a produce section and that was at the, the shoppers drug mart and Carlton place. I haven't looked at any other shoppers drug marts to see if they're doing it everywhere, but it seems like it's a little thing that they're rolling out. So they'll do a little renovation add a new section. Bob's your uncle. And really all we were doing that day was welcoming people to the store. Hey, welcome to shoppers. Check out our new produce section. Here's a tote bag with a, a gala apple in it and a little bit of information about our produce section. That was it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Spent my morning from 7am to like one or two in the afternoon. I don't remember how early it ended. Just giving away bags with apples with, with another brand ambassador named Nick. Big shout out to Nick for having great energy that day and being fun and helping me uh, get through the shift without too much boredom. It was an easy peasy gig and I was happy to get the cash from it. So that's what I do with my Saturday throughout the course of the week, guys going to absolute comedy. We're, we're, we're talking absolute comedy now 23 minutes in, and I'm already at the last subject for this week, but hopefully I can fill enough time with it to make this episode mildly worthwhile. <coughs> Excuse me. Wasn't really playing any games or anything like that this week, anything to fill it in. Didn't really watch or do much because I was busy. How could I? I was doing shows every single night of the week. So Tuesday and Wednesday shows were fun. There's their pro-am nights. So there's several acts before the headliner. The headliner this week was Jesse Singh, a guy who I've worked with just doing spots before. I've never seen him headline before. And I was hosting for him. So I had a really good time hosting for Jesse. Jesse was, was great all week. He, he just released an album called baby, baby goat, I believe it's called. And it's Jesse Singh, J E S S E S I N G H. So he is on, on Spotify. He is on 
Apple Music and all the platforms. You can listen to his album. Check out Baby Go. Give him some listens just to, to, to hear my boy. But great dude. He was doing a great job all week. It was fun working with him. He was a very, very positive guy. So those early shows I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm hosting. So I'm up and down on stage saying all these names. And I think on Tuesday night, I had a great time. I got to work with some people I haven't seen in a while. So like Tommy Fitz was there. Greg Stringer was there. I'm trying to think of who else was there on that show. It was all, it was all people that I knew save for one. So it was nice seeing, you know, some faces. And when I remember when I came in on Wednesday, the entire show, like start to finish, not start to finish the headliners on the entire show of, of amateurs start to finish was all names. I didn't know. And it's really interesting because there was the pandemic, but I, I personally, like I used to run the open mic Mondays at absolute comedy. And so if you were a, an up and coming comic in the city, anyone who was essentially doing comedy, I would say 95% of people doing comedy at some point would try to get on open mic Mondays, <clears throat> excuse me. So I would know the names of almost every comic in the city. There was a few who would just do solely yuck yucks. Or maybe just do some open mics in their neighborhood and never really go further than that. But for the most part, everybody wanted to move up and, you know, and that was another show that they could get on. So it was a bit of an eye opener for me to, to, to do a show in my home club and have an entire lineup where I didn't know who anybody was, didn't know their names. And so how long have you been doing it for like a couple of years? So it's really let me know kind of how far removed from the, the up and coming scene I now am. So none of them were bad dudes. They were all doing their thing. It was a good, I had a good time on the show and everyone did particularly well, but it was just interesting to see like people for the first time, not like, you know, before, whereas when I do a Wednesday, I'd know who everyone is and I'd have a pretty good idea of what everybody's act was. So, so just, you're kind of running up and down hosting. And at the same time, you're just kind of, I don't want to say bored, but you're not getting anything new. So it was, it was novel. You know, some people did well, some people did okay. And some people did poorly. But it was just remind me that, and of course, actually, and I should say start to finish, I said, Mike Beattie was on the show and Mike Beattie was the last one doing a spot. Mike's great. It was wonderful watching Mikey go up after all these young pups with their fucking tech jokes or whatever. And then Mikey just doing the stuff that he was talking about. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It was great seeing Beattie. I haven't seen him in a long time. I want to have him on my podcast. There's a lot of people I want to have on the podcast. I want to start doing guest episodes again and comics. Those were the fun ones. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that again. And it was just a big shout out to Mike Beattie, you know, kind of, you know, being my homie on the show and being like, I, I know him, I know he's going to do well. It makes me feel familiar. It was, it was good. It was good. I want to thank all of the comics from all of the shows, all the guest spots all week. So even when we were doing the weekend shows, we'd still have a guest spot on each show. And that was, that was absolutely great to have people on the shows. They did good. Didn't, didn't take from the show. I don't think a single person took from the show where they just didn't do well and brought the energy down. I have, we had, I want to say we had two shows simultaneously. I think I described that on the last episode, but I'll do it again here very briefly, just in case you haven't heard it is at absolute comedy. They have an upstairs showroom and a downstairs showroom. The upstairs showroom is the one that's used in very rare occasions where there aren't enough numbers to, to really make the upstairs room full or at least feel full what they'll do is they'll do their shows downstairs. So if we have 80 people in the upstairs room, it doesn't seem like a lot, but the downstairs room, if you put, you know, 80 people in there, it's going to be a packed room and the energy is better. And in the rare occasion where the Saturday, you know, the 8 PM show will sell out early 
you know, early enough in advance, they'll add a second show downstairs. So what they do is they run a show simultaneously. So at eight o'clock upstairs rooms, full downstairs room show, they start tape. And what happens is the, there's the host feature and headliner upstairs. Well, the headliner who's going to be on last upstairs will actually host downstairs. They'll get a second feature act to do the middle section, like a local or whatever, who'll come in and do the middle section. And then whoever was hosting upstairs will headline downstairs. So it's like a switching positions. <coughs> Excuse me, gang. Sometimes I can't get to the pause button fast enough, but essentially you're just, you're just doing two shows sometimes. So, you, so I get off stage upstairs. I immediately come downstairs and, and go up and then start headlining. And I did that Friday and Saturday because the shows were sold out early enough that we added a second show Friday and a second show Saturday, uh, like second show simultaneously. We had three shows that night. So we basically do two, two shows at the same time at eight o'clock. And then we do a late show at 1030 and had so much fun on those shows. Like the early shows on Friday and Saturday were unbelievable. The energy was good. Everything was great. Uh, upstairs predominantly, but then the downstairs was like a little lower energy. It's less people, you know, but it was, it was a good time. Hey, I make more money, right? I basically added two shows to my week. So I did 10 shows in six days. <sighs> Excuse me. 10 shows in six days. I did three, three Friday, three Saturday. That's six Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. So yeah. Yeah, we did, we did 10 shows in six days and it was just, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like there was a couple of shows that I wasn't super keen on Like the Sunday show. They were very, very low energy and it didn't matter like how funny anyone was. They were just like, they weren't giving much up. So you really had to work for the little bits you were getting. And those shows aren't the greatest, but it is what it is. Sunday's a work night. You know, Thursday show was good. It's a weeknight, but it's like gearing up for the weekend. You know what I mean? Like tomorrow we're going in for the last day of work and then we're off again. So all the shows were, were particularly good. I, uh. I was selling my USB and something that I've done at shows is uh, I have my one man podcast USB. So they're branded. They've got the, where to find the, the, the show and everything like that. And what I did was I bought them originally for the 200th anniversary gift boxes, but like all the stuff that I bought for those boxes, I had to buy certain quantities to get things. And so I ended up with all these leftover USBs and I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to put on these? And no one's going to buy just a blank DVD or DVDs, uh, USB. So what I did was I curated like 10 of my favorite episodes of the podcast and I put them on the USB. So like, and these were inner interview episodes. So I just would plug it. Hey guys, you know, for 10 bucks of the show, I got 20 hours of, of entertainment here. It's USB. And then when you're done, you got a little USB that's like shaped like a credit card that you can stick in your wallet and you'll always have access to a, you know, a USB a thumb drive, whatever the fuck you want to con it when you need it. And, and it seemed to sell. Give me one sec guys. Wow. Sorry, gang, a bit of a coffin fit there. What the hell was I talking about? <laughs> I really don't remember. Sorry, guys. Blah, blah, blah. Upstairs, downstairs. Good shows. Quiet over the week. Blah, blah, blah. I, oh, the USBs. Thank you. So, I mean, I'm, I know I've wrapped on that subject, but it was kind of cool to have that and pitch those after the shows. I actually sold out of all the ones I had prepared. So I've, I've pulled up the stack of the last stack of blank DV USB story that I have, and I'm going to drag and drop those episodes on there and, uh, and see if I can't sell out of those and, and be done with one of the products that I had. Uh, I might hang on to one or two of them for sentimental reasons, but overall I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that I was able to, to, to sell out of those over the course of the week, didn't do any of my soap sales. Normally I have soap, but I need to like write a joke so that it's a, it's a faster pitch because I'd be like, Hey, you know, those things I was talking about, boom, there it is. I got soaps for sale after the show is blabbity bloobity. So excuse me. It was a, it was a fun week overall. There were some crowds that were like really rowdy, but because of the crowd work style that I do, 
it made it a lot of fun, made it so that it wasn't too, too much work, you know, doing the things that I do. And, and I'm super grateful. This is a huge shout out to all of the friends that came out. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some people, so I'm sorry, but I just wanted to say a big thank you to Tasha and Kareen for coming out. My good friend Tasha was talking about going to breakfast with her last week. So Tasha and her mom came out to a show and I, uh, and I apologize for not being able to hang out with them after the show. They were kind of waiting for me to, to finish with my DVD. I keep saying DVD, USB sales. And when I finally went downstairs, it was quite a bit of time after the show and, and they had left, but still a huge thank you for coming out to the show and supporting amazing human beings. I had uh, Amanda and PJ. So Amanda is my partner at, at the Santa Claus booth, her and her uh, better half PJ had come out to the show on Friday. They had a great time. Huge. Thank you to them for, for coming out. Ermin, the, uh, the, the real estate agent who had, who had basically got us this, this rental property that we now live in. He came by the other day. It was just as, as a, Hey, how's it going? How are you guys doing? And uh, I'd mentioned that I was doing the shows at the club. And, and then I, I saw him and his wife on, uh, I believe the Saturday night show. They were downstairs and I was like, Oh, that's amazing. Like I just, I walked in the stage, didn't even see that he was in the front row. I was like, Oh, Hey man, that was awesome. So big thank you for, to him and his wife for coming out and, uh, and seeing the show. And then finally my, my lovely Nian from the Tiffany's uh, store, her and some staff and friends came out to, uh, to see the show on Sunday night. It was it was a fun show. Well, Sunday night was my least favorite show in all fairness. So it sucked. The, it always sucks when I have friends at a show that's like, meh. Now they still had a good time. They enjoyed themselves. But as a comic, when you're like, oh, all the shows this week have been so good. That show was like 50% of what the other ones are. It's like, you know, you kind of like, oh, I would really love for them to have seen one of the shows that was just awesome where the crowd was great as opposed to like, meh. But, uh, that doesn't mean I'm any less grateful for them coming out and spending their money and their time to, to hear me tell jokes. So super grateful for that guys. Every one of, of the people who came out, every single audience member who came out, I'm so grateful for you guys paying to see what I do, seeing what my lack of education has brought me in my life. Super, super grateful. Huge thanks to everyone who came out to see the shows at absolute comedy that week. I had an absolute blast. I had a great time working with Jesse Singh. And I, I'm really looking forward to when I'm headlining, I I'm going to start working on more material. Um, I've got a bunch of premises written down and I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find a, a work, work life balance where I can spend a reasonable amount of time each day working hard at stand up. you know, being spoken for Monday through Friday with Santa gig. And then of course on, on weekends with other stuff, it's making it hard to recover. Like I, I fully lost my voice. Like Monday, it was gone. And I think it's one of those ones where I'm like, my voice is really hoarse on Sunday. And then after sleeping Sunday night, waking up Monday morning and then just like coughing once trying to like clear my throat. And it was just like, it was just like plugging the drain. It was just like, you know, oh, it's really rough. <laughs> and then just something, something slipped. And now the voice was gone. So it was, it was like, oh, well, I'm glad this happened now and not, you know, before the, you know, I'm glad it happened now and not uh, during the week of shows. So on that particular day, you know, I, I believe I was supposed to do Moose McGuire's, which is a show out in Orleans. However, I think just due to quiet numbers, they ended up canceling. So the good news, I guess, for, for people in Orleans or whatever, who feel like, oh, Hey, I missed you. Excuse me. I will be, I will be featured there sometime soon. Karen's like, Hey, because you missed the spot, you know, you'll be one of the first people to, to be on call for, for filling in a spot if necessary. So at some time in the next few months, I will probably be at Moose McGuire's and I'll be able to, to give you guys a quick little, 
little ring-a-ding. I don't know where that noise came from. Oh, because I saw my speakers on. There we go. Let's turn those off. I'm like, why did I hear the computer? That'll actually be another benefit too, to being able to work in front of a desktop is that I won't have necessarily computer noises going while I'm recording. I can just turn speakers off. I mean, I suppose I could have always done that in the past, but you know, who, who has the attention span to do all that shit? So yeah, I would love to know what you guys got for black Friday. You know, what did you guys buy cyber Monday? What did you buy that whole period of time? Also, I believe I owe a like happy Thanksgiving to my American listeners. So if I do happy Thanksgiving guys, but yeah, tell me what you got contact at openmicmondays.com. I, I always like, I've seen these videos like for like, Hey, the deal guy or the deal find guy or whatever. These are what's going to be on Amazon this black Friday. And the thing that sucks is that it's like, it's always us Amazon. So like I'll look and then, you know, it's like, Oh, that's an us Amazon. I click on it. And it's like, Oh, here's the can, you know, go to the Canadian site. And then that product is either not on sale or it's not as good of a sale or whatever it is because I'm a consumer. So I'm like, you know, I want to save when I can save this thing that I want to buy. I want to get it at a cheap price. So that stuff doesn't work. But if you guys have like a Canadian version of like, you know, something where you find good Amazon deals, but the Canadian version, let me know, contact at one man podcast.com. Or even just, if you have any fucking, even if you just know apps that are like, here's the apps that'll tell you what's on sale, where like that would be fucking bomb because over the last little while I've been purchasing a lot of stuff and I want to save as much as I can. It's so funny because my mom always says like, oh, save means spend. And it's absolutely true. Like you do have to spend to save, but at the end of the day, I'd still rather save the money, especially if it's something that I, I know I need to get. So, you know, is what it is. But coming up, I'm going to be hosting and then headlining Absolute Comedy Toronto in January. So January 2nd through 7th, I will be there hosting. Then the 9th through the 14th, I will be headlining. You can get your tickets at absolutecomedy.ca. Give them a call decide what night you want to go out, get yourself some tickets and come see your boy. I would love to see you guys. I miss uh, all my Toronto peeps and I'm really looking forward to connecting with people there. Also, I just want to plug the fact that as, as the time goes on, like this, this holiday season, my goal is to record a bunch of missing episodes. So like I've never recorded, I don't think I have anyways, ever recorded three episodes in a day, but, but right now I am. And when I finish this one, I do plan on recording the last episode, but it's nearly eight o'clock at night. And I'm just noticing that I'm starting to cough a lot and, and I keep pausing. So there might be sounds where the sounds like there's this weird cut. And really all it is, is like, I finish a sentence, I hammer the pause button, hack, 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 and then back to it. So if it doesn't clear up in the next few minutes while I process this episode, I may just hold off until tomorrow. But my point is that I would like to, I'd like to get a bunch of episodes that are missing done. I'd love to fill in the gaps and I'd really like to, to focus more on the podcast and my creative work. It's important because the whole point of the podcast is to connect me with the people who, you know, like what I do on stage and things like that. So I want to make sure that this podcast exists more and that the, the comedy content exists more. And the more I start working at both of them, the, the more sharper and creative I'll be like, it's, it, it is difficult if I'm being completely transparent, it's difficult to record an episode and be like, I'm just gonna be relaxed and funny about things when a, it doesn't feel like the week was particularly funny because like, instead of a comic who's just doing shows all the time. Oh, I'll tell you guys a story in just a second. And I have to hit the pause button to cough. The more comedy you're doing, the more funny, like, so you're, you're gearing your brain to a certain mindset, right? As jokes and being funny and things like that. I was obviously getting sharper and sharper as the week was going on on stage. But now that it's been a couple of weeks since that week, when I'm recording this, it's, you know, you just get back into the thing of things working in a mall all day, every day is just killing my brain. Cause you just doing hit and miss 
there's like big long patches. You have no appointments. You're just sitting there and then you're go, go, go trying to, to entertain babies and, and work with difficult parents. It's just mind numbing, but I can't do what I do at the Santa Claus thing. So it's just like training my brain to just shut everything off. And so that's why I want to do stand up like exclusively, or at least the fun brand ambassador shit. The more stand up I do, the less of the other stuff that I have to do. So I'm working on, on, on switching that, but I want to get the, I want to get back to the point where it's one podcast a week that it's out on time. Hopefully the new computer stuff is going to assist with that. Also, I want to get the old ones done. I just, I'd nice be caught up so that every week I record the episode. I put a little promo on social media. I get the episodes up on YouTube, which they haven't been in forever and just go about, you know, the go about my life like that. I put out my, my little public journal every day or every week on time and put out some episodes. So having the desk and not having to do much to get the episode, the, 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 the equipment set up really, really has made a difference. The computer being able to process things faster and work on multiple screens is going to make doing work faster. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. And I'll tell you guys more about more about it as it comes up. But as I put out more episodes, I do need off on it credits. So I use a, a software that scrubs them. So just, if you wanted to do anything this holiday season, there's no pressure. I don't want this to seem like I'm sitting here shaking a cup in your face, but if you look in the episode notes, and now I'm just gonna have a quick peek to make sure that I'm I'm correct in this. If you do look in the episode notes, there should be a section that says supporting the podcast by donating Alphonic credits. If you click on that, you can literally just throw a few bucks in this pool. And what happens is every month I pay for a software that scrubs the podcast. It gets rid of some of, you know, background noises. It, it levels everything so that if I'm way quieter than the music or the music's too quiet, whatever, it's just, it just cleans up the podcast and Sometimes the dog will bark in the, in the background, you know, down the hall or whatever, and it'll clean shit like that up. It just really makes the podcast easier to listen to for you guys and saves me a bit of time. But my subscription is, it only gives me something like 10 hours. So again, if I was just doing a, an hour long episode every week, it'd be fine. But if I, if I start to get into the pocket of, of getting the older episodes recorded as I should, it will make things, I, I will run out of time scrubbing those episodes very quickly. So this is something I'll just, I'll plug it here. And just, if you feel like throwing, you know, a couple bucks, five, 10, 20 bucks at that, what you can do is you can buy blocks of time. So it doesn't expire every month. It's essentially like, like full on time credits. So if I ever go over the time credits for a month, I can use that pool to, to scrub episodes. And that's just something that you guys, you know, essentially it can only be used for the podcast. Well, I mean, unless I start doing other audio stuff, but I, I, I would like, I effectively, if you're, if you're willing to spend your hard earned money donating towards the podcast, I will use it for its intended purpose, which is solely for the podcast. And it makes my life a little bit easier. So if you want to do that, feel free to click on the donate off on it credits. And, and I would be grateful for that. That would be, that would be wonderful. And Hey, as always, why don't you send me an email contact at one man podcast.com and you can ask me for something or ask me to do something or ask me to read something or ask me to talk about something because I am here for you sporadically at the moment, but hopefully more consistently, that'll be one of my, my 2024 resolutions is to, again, go back to the early days where I was never single, never, ever late for a single podcast. Sometimes my brain does that. It, it, it's so far ahead in the sentence mentally that it'll literally just stop and jump ahead. Like when you accidentally click on the time bar on YouTube or something like, fuck, I didn't mean to jump ahead 40 minutes. So yeah, do that. I love you guys. This week coming up, I am back to, you know, just doing Santa Claus stuff. I have the casino show on Friday that I booked earlier this month and, you know, 
more stuff. Uh, hopefully, you know, this week, all of the items for the computer will show up. I'll start building that up and I can tell you all about that process to see if it was, it was easy or if I wanted to rip my hair out. But, you know, in the meantime, I hope you guys have the week, the week that you deserve the best week ever. Again, I jumped ahead. I hope you guys have an awesome week. I appreciate you spending your time with me and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Oh, 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 oh,